Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. Good morning. I am Michelle. And I'm Eric. And we are back for episode 56. Can, wow. Yeah, 56 episodes. Wow, that's crazy. Yes. Little update. Yes, our dog is wanting to go on a run because both of us look like we're about to take a run. So he might be whining a bit here, but that's okay. And secondly, um, we are going to wrap up this. We're going to take some verses today. We're going to take the last of them next week. And then will that put us into Advent? Yes. Yeah, that'll put us into Advent, okay. which starts uh, November 29th. It's okay. this, the weekend after Thanksgiving. Okay, yeah. so we will take Advent off like we did last year. It's a kind of a season to slow down and to reflect on the coming of the Messiah. And so we will do that ourselves and just have these Mondays to not be recording a podcast. Yeah, it'll be nice. And mm-hmm. it's it's also a busy time for everybody. Oh my I goodness. Mean, my, you know, so it's, it's not only a break for us, but it's... Uh, well, I think people understand. Yes, and so. we've got our daughter coming home. She's going to be yeah. home for a very long time because they're doing their January term online even. So she's going to be home from Thanksgiving all the way to February 9th. Yeah, so it'll be fun to have yeah, her. Yeah, so it'll be fun. So maybe we'll pop in and have her say hi. Well, yeah. actually, that can be after Advent. Yes. Yeah. But anyways, so um, let's just, before we get into today's verses, let's recap a little bit. Sure. We had a great weekend at the church. And yes, why was that? we did, because it was the 24 hours of prayer. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, I am so, I'm so proud of our church. Mm-hmm. You know, I issued the call to pray uh, on November 8th. It yes. was two Sundays ago. It was kind of late in the planning it, process. It was. Well, you know, and I, well, <laughs> the plan was that, you know, people would find out about the newsletter, but the newsletter was delivered like two weeks later or something. Yes. The mail has been I, not yeah, very yeah. reliable. Yeah. But anyone, and anyways, the, the upshot of it is 80 one people answer the call to pray, mm-hmm. which is pretty phenomenal. You know, we've been averaging right around 220 to 250 people on a Sunday with this COVID season. Right? Yeah, in, in person. We in have person, a lot more online. In person, yeah. yeah. And then mm-hmm. we have uh, many more online. Right? Yes. Uh, but, you know, in person. And so to have 81 yeah. people, that's like a third of your people. And to come out phenomenal. in the middle of the night. And that was and that was the shift I was really worried about. Mm-hmm. You know, those midnight shifts from, say, you know, 12 midnight to about six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but those were all covered as well. Mm-hmm. We, we had people who faithfully committed to getting there at one and two and three in oh the morning. Oh my goodness. And it was a fantastic time, just a, a wonderful time. Now, I've, I have yet to hear from everybody, but you know, yesterday at church, I was kind of going around thanking people for praying. And, mm-hmm. and almost to a person, they all said the same thing, namely how quick the time went. Yes, they, an hour yeah, rushed you, by. And you wouldn't think so. Because uh, I'm sure when people signed up, they thought, what am I going to do after the first five minutes? Right. You know? <laughs> Uh, but no, and almost to a person, every single person said to me, I can't believe how quickly the time went. Yeah. So that's great. And what that tells me is that God is, God is truly at work in that person's life. Mm-hmm. Because if time passes that quickly and you don't realize it, that means that you've been, you know, you're not counting the minutes. You've been spending time with yes. the Lord, which is fantastic. That's true. And you prepared a, a nice guide and that right. was long. So, I mean, that took me... Yeah, the time did go fast for me as well. Um, now, I spent a lot of time praying for our kids, and mm-hmm. there's, you know, six of them. So that was, you know, I can see it could have gone a little bit faster. But um, that was really nice. The guide was very nice. Thank, Thank you. you. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah, well, that was myself, and uh, Alia contributed a, a big portion to that, which Good. I really appreciate it. And, of course, Tracy Greenwald at our church put it all mm-hmm. together and made it look pretty, so... Yeah, it was very good. Yeah, so I'm thrilled. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm thrilled not only for uh, for the, the 81 people uh, themselves, you know, who, who gave that hour to God because God has not, God had not, God has not all, not only already blessed them there in you that go. hour. <laughs> yeah. 
but he will continue to bless them. Oh, you know, for you sure. spend an hour in, mm-hmm. in prayer with the Lord, and you right. know, those prayers will be answered. For sure. uh, and then likewise for our whole church. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think about a church dedicating itself to come before God for an entire day, mm-hmm. I'm just thrilled to see what's going to so happen. So do you think you're going to do this on like an annual basis or something? You know, I've had a couple of people ask me that already. Yeah. I think we will do it on a somewhat sure. regular basis. I, yes. I don't know... Um, how often or yeah. what it looks like, if it's always going to be 24 hours or if it mm. might be just an overnight, I, I'm okay. not really sure. Okay. But yeah, I think we definitely we definitely want to do something like this. Yeah. Okay, good. Good. Okay, well, let's get on to today. So we are continuing on with your favorite verses. Today we are taking two sets of verses from Philippians, mm-hmm. so we put them together. Uh, one is from Cindy and one is from Annie. And both are not local Texans. They're no, yes, one is a Texan. I'm sorry, and one is all the way up in Canada. Yeah, a listener, which is very fun. That's pretty cool. Very fun. Yeah. So, um, anyways, Cindy's verse. Well, let's see who. Let's go with. Anyways, the two verses are uh, Philippians four, thirteen and fourteen, and that no Philippians three thirteen mm-hmm. and fourteen. I'm sorry, it's Monday morning and we're struggling here, and Philippians four mm-hmm. four through eight. Both of which are phenomenal verses. Yeah. And we've both been studying Philippians because I'm teaching a class on it right now, and you just ended a sermon series right. on it. So we are just going to take these verses and and run with them. Yeah. So anyways, do you have your Bible open? Do you want to I read do. the first one? Okay, so this is the Philippians 3 passage, mm-hmm. verses 13 and 14. Right. Paul writes, brothers I, do not consider it, uh, brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do. Forgetting what lies behind, straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Okay, this is a great verse. A lot of people quote it often because of this idea of forgetting what is behind Mm -hmm. and reaching for what is ahead. And that idea that we can, you know, we can leave what has behind in the past. Sometimes it's harder for us, our human nature to do that than God is willing to do that for us, right? Um, and so we have a trouble forgiving ourselves sometimes, but what he's saying is he forgets what's behind. And actually what he's talking about is all these attainments he had mm-hmm. in the Jewish life. So he got before this passage, he goes on about how if there, if he, if we were to boast in ourselves, in other words, if we were to put, you know, credit in ourselves for our salvation or for our lives or whatever, he would have the most to brag about. Mm-hmm. As a Jew, right? He was a Hebrew of Hebrews, of the tribe of Benjamin, zealous, all these things. Right. He was high up there, a Pharisee, etc. And yet what he's saying is he has forgotten all that. All that to him is loss, is rubbish, is garbage, he calls it, because he's pressing on to what God is calling yeah. him to. Um, but I think the way a lot of people interpret this is more like we can forget what's behind in terms of the things we want to leave behind in our lives. Wow. I've, honestly, I've never once in my life thought about it like that. What? <laughs> I like it. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I've never thought about it like that. But yeah, you're right. Really? I mean, that, that's okay. what it says. I do think a lot of people quote it in that behind. way. Yes. Because we have wow. things we want to leave behind, wow. especially when we become a Christian or when we decide to walk with the Lord. There are things in our lives we, wow. we would like to leave behind. And the scriptures tell us that we can, that God separates wow. those things from us as far as the East is from the West, wow. and we can move ahead. Uh, yeah, it, it makes sense. It makes all the sense in the world, right? You got to put your past behind you and leave mm-hmm. it there. Mm-hmm. Don't keep dragging along with you into the future. I get that, but okay. I just I've never thought about it like that. I've always thought about it as as more of a 
this idea of sanctification that, you know, it doesn't matter what you've done in the past, that today is a new day and God is calling you to more and more and more. Well, that's the same idea. Well, yeah, different. But I mean, it's, okay. uh, I mean, because I've always thought of it really as, uh, as as part of the lifelong process of becoming more and more like like Christ. Right. You know, God's upward call mm-hmm. to God in Jesus Christ that, uh, that, that throughout, he's never done with you. Right. You know, in your life, he always is stretching you to more and more and more. He's always trying to make you more like his son. Yes. To let go of more sin and become more like him. Right. And you're never good. That's the point of the passage is we will not attain that in this lifetime, mm-hmm. but we definitely can make progress. In our Lutheran church, one struggle we have a little bit is this idea of sanctification. Right. Right. Um, they don't, because, you know, we are saved based on our faith alone. Sometimes this idea of growth in Jesus gets a little bit obscured yeah. by that doctrine they don't they don't like talking about spiritual growth well now they do actually the church has changed quite a bit but okay. when we first came out yeah. we got a lot of trouble for yeah. the way we talked about sanctification yeah. and growing in jesus and so um i think it has maybe it's just the churches we've been in but i feel like the church and the nalc church focuses on that that we yeah, are to grow more. in jesus we aren't to be the same day after day after day no, that's true. Is that you know we are saved and we are saved once right. and we're saved by God by by His grace when we put faith in that. But then, having been saved, there's this whole Christian life you're supposed to lead. Right. Uh, and you don't want to go through life just a spiritual infant. You want right. to grow and mature. Exactly. So that's how I've always seen it. Is mm-hmm. this this call to, you know, keep up uh, keep up the effort, keep putting one foot in front of the other day after day after day. Uh, I hadn't, honestly, I had just never thought about it as leave your past behind you. Okay. But I like that. Yeah, that, that no, I think too. a lot of people right. look at it that way. But I never thought about yeah. that. Yeah, and I think they're somewhat related. I do because the only way to make progress and to trust in the Lord's salvation, you know, is to trust in the Lord's salvation and to mm-hmm. to move beyond what's been past. Right? If you have something that's holding you down and burdening you. Oh gosh, right? we all do. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Wow. So the end of that is, I pursue as my goal the prize promised by God's heavenly call in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. So what is that prize? Well, I'd say the prize is to be with him, mm-hmm. you know, that, that uh, especially because right before this in verse uh, 10, verse 10 and 11, Paul talks about how I, I may know, I may know him and the power of his resurrection and sharing his sufferings. And so Paul is, is he's got his eyes set on Jesus uh, and running his life to meet Jesus. And so the, the, the prize is being with Jesus forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Amen. Okay. You know, it kind of reminds yes. me of another passage, that famous passage in Hebrews about um, casting aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely. Yes. Let us run, run with perseverance. perseverance. The race that is set before us. Yes. It's a similar idea, too, that, you know, I, I, there's kind of two ways of looking at it. One is, well, what are the things that are holding me back? Mm-hmm. I need to let those go. But then there's also the things in our past that we can't let go of, you know. Right. And uh, and, and the call of the, the the call of the gospel is no, let those go. God has mm-hmm. forgiven those; those are washed away; those are cleansed. They no longer have power over you. Set them down, let them go. Don't let them trip you up any longer. Right. But you're right. On the other hand, that passage is also right in line with another in Hebrews. The context is you know he's talking about um, not being infants anymore. Yeah. But be, becoming mature and not needing milk but solid food and so it's again it's that idea of sanctification of moving more and more like him each day yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and and it's what's exciting about that is that it's uh, you know the imagery here is Mm -hmm. physical you know running in both cases running um but it's uh, but the growth is spiritual and so you know I, i look at some of the widows and widowers in our church and I think to myself, my goodness gracious, I hope that I am mature and solid in my faith as I am, as they as are. As they are. When I, when I get to that age. Mm-hmm. Because it's just incredible. You know, when True. You, when you hear the stories of what some people have been through in their 70 or 80 years, 
mm-hmm. and yet they still have this robust, solid faith in Christ. And I think, I want to be like that. Yeah, that's true. Well, one day when I pass on and you carry on, mm-hmm. I'm sure you will be. The world will end at that day. <laughs> well, then you won't be like those no, no, and that's widowers. True. Okay, okay, so well, try to Let's do not that. find out. Okay. Anyways, that was, thank you, Annie, for those verses. Um, and now we will move on to Cindy's verses. And they are in Philippians 4, starting with verse 4. Do you want to read? Yeah, so verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone, Mm. for the Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. She goes all the way through eight, so let's, because the eight, well, well, eight is great too, so let's do it. Finally, brothers, whatever Mm -hmm. is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I think we talked about this a little bit, this Mm -hmm. whole idea, because we started this series with my verse, which is Philippians 4.13. It comes Mm -hmm. later. You know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But we talked about quite a bit of this idea in Philippians of setting your mind on the right things and having it be kind of a mental health challenge, right? This whole book. Mm -hmm. And this is the key verse for that. Verses, I'm sorry, for that. Because it talks about, number one, rejoicing always. Mm -hmm. You know, this uh, this idea of finding something to be rejoicing about in the midst of whatever you're in. Finding something to be grateful about. Rejoicing. And then he says again. And mine says, let your graciousness be known to everyone. Well, I don't know. Re- and I know the NIV says gentleness, but yours huh. has reasonableness. reasonableness hmm, I'm yeah. not sure about if I like that, but I get it. <laughs> I get it. And I'm not <laughs> questioning the translators, but I mean, reasonableness. I mean, who wants to, who cares if people think you're reasonable? Like in this yeah. world, nobody's reasonable. Right. But gentle and gracious, I think those are more winsome. Yeah, well, I don't know what the Greek is, so I can't remember. Yeah, we'd have to to look up the Greek. We'll get back to you on that. Mm -hmm. But anyways, the point is, Paul is calling us to be either gentle, gracious, or reasonable, which I I suppose have some similarities. In this this day and age, this is a hard uh, thing to be, that everyone knows you as gracious, but this is the call for our lives. And then this next verse, this little section, I think is key to um, everyone's favorite passage, which is do not worry about anything, Mm -hmm. but... Right before that, it says, the Lord is near. Yeah. Yours says, the Lord is... At hand. Yours says, the Lord is at I love, the Lord is near. And I think that's just kind of a key to most of our lives, mm-hmm. if we can remember that, because the the next verse says, don't worry about anything, mm-hmm. but in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And that's all because the Lord is near. Yeah. And if we can remember that, I think that peace will come right over us anyways, and that our hearts will be guarded and our minds will be in Jesus Christ if we remember that he is near. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, amen. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right? Uh, I love that uh, that verse 6, do not be anxious about mm. anything or do not worry about anything. Yeah. Um, and so the antidote is is pray. Yeah. You know, instead, exactly. of, instead of spending all of this time and energy worrying, uh, pray. Mm-hmm. Turn that into prayer. Uh, get down on your knees and pray, or just even take a moment and pray. Mm-hmm. But don't just you know don't just carry this this little gerbil wheel of wor- worry in your mind. Do right. something about it. Uh, and so turn turn to God and pray. Mm-hmm. And the the promise there is not always that the, the prayers will be answered the way you want. 
right? The, the promise is not always in God. We'll do whatever we ask and it'll all turn out well in the end. Right. But the promise is that the peace of God will guard your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. So that no matter what may happen, mm-hmm. you know, the circumstances may not change. The situation may not change. But in the midst of that unpleasant and worrisome circumstance, you can know God's peace. Right. You can have, uh, you can have God's peace within you in your heart. So that you're not, um, so that you're not fearful, uh, mm-hmm. and in your mind, so that it's not occupied with those little gerbil wheels of, of anxiety. Right, and it, it goes away. You know, there's a story about this. Um, so we just had our our 24 hours of prayer, yeah. and I got a, an email from someone, and I don't have her permission, so I won't I won't share her name. But I got an email from someone uh, right after uh, her hour of prayer, and mm-hmm. she said, "You know, Pastor, I went in there, and I was just." so burdened with all these things that are going on in my life. And then in, having prayed mm. to God for an hour, she said, I came out of there and I felt I felt like I was free. I felt that's like amazing. the burdens were lifted. Mm-hmm. And that's a perfect example, right. right? Is that someone was just burdened with worry and anxiety. You give it over to God. And the promise is that the peace of God will come upon you. Yeah. And that you brought up a good point at the beginning, which was we have to do something though. We kind of get stuck in this idea with the, with the Lord that we just... You know, he's in control. He does it all. But it's telling us here that we don't worry about anything, but we do pray. We right? do pray. And so that's what she had to do is come. She had to come and bring it to him and pray. And I think, you know, there's sort of this little battle. There's so many battles raging online mm-hmm. right now. But one of them is kind of among Christians who keep saying something like, don't worry about the election. God is in control. Right. And other ones are kind of coming back with, well, that's true. But we do have a call as Christians to fight for the things that we believe right. in and in the public square and fight for justice and all these things. So that is kind of getting at this idea that, yes, God is in control mm-hmm. and he will always be on the throne. That is not to say that we as Christians don't have work to do in this world. Yeah. And that's I think that's kind of what Paul's getting into in, in uh, verse 8. You know, whatever is true, honorable, just, so on and so forth. Think about these things. And then the implication is don't just think about them, but do them. Yeah. You know, so that you're, as Christians, we are called to do what is right. We are called to do what is just. We are called to be a blessing to those around us. Mm-hmm. And there are certain times in life when that means that you got to stand up and uh, and fight for things. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I also love um, uh, this, uh, that verse 8 has been a real blessing mm-hmm. to me. I, you know, I, I grew up um, singing and I grew up listening to music and with six kids in the house, you know, I can't always do that because it's always loud. Oh my gosh, right? it's so loud. Yeah. Uh, but for, I think it was about two years ago, I read this passage and the, the, the commentary I read about it was talking about how, you know, the, the, God has blessed us not only through his word, Mm -hmm. but God has also given us things that give us, that give us joy, you know? And so for some people, maybe that's a walk in the woods Mm -hmm. for others. Maybe it's sitting down with a friend for still others. Maybe it's reading a good book or listening to music. Right. Uh, and God says, you know, think about those things, Mm -hmm. pursue those things. Those will build you up. Exactly. So about two years ago, I actually started doing that on purpose and saying, you know what? I really like listening to this music. And I tell you, it's it's just incredible how when you're when you're down, doing something like that can just lift you up again. Mm-hmm. So. And then your wife turns it off. Yeah. And then she's like, what is this racket? Right. <laughs> it's okay. We have very different tastes in certain things. But as long as we focus on whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, mm-hmm. all will be well, right? Well said. Okay, good. Okay, so do you have anything else to say about that? Yeah, you might want to say something about some of the email difficulties that we're having. Yeah, and also, oh, we, we promised we'd update you. Sam did get his license. Yay! Yay. It was a long day. Yeah. He was very upset because he thought it was going to be two months, and 
you know, he's got this lawn. It's not just for his personal needs, but he's got this lawn care business that really is difficult to yeah. manage without a truck. And so um, he was kind of upset, but we managed to get him a third party appointment that evening. Yeah. Struggled to get in there and through traffic in San Antonio, but we did it and he yeah. passed, of course, and all is well with the world. He is very pleased. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And like, I don't think we've <laughs> we seen him much seen since, him then. since he got his license. And you know, I'm really proud of him because not only no. did he get his license, but then yesterday he got his first deer, right? Yes. His first access deer. It's been a big week for Sam. Plus, yeah. they won their playoff game. Oh, he's had a great game. week. Yeah. Yes. And then I got a phone call from him saying, Hey, Dad, I'm in Bernie now, but I got to go uh, wash the, the deer blood out of the back of my pickup truck. <laughs> He and loved thought, saying that. Gotta love Texas. Yes. You know? Yes. It's great. And I will give him credit. We didn't see him much this weekend. He had some birthday parties on Saturday night, too, that he was b- bouncing back and forth from, and he stayed overnight. Um, and he came to church and brought a friend. Yeah, he brought and his friend. And I didn't even tell him this week service. he actually had to right. do that. So that was. Uh, that was good. So, yep, he's making progress, that boy. Yep. Uh, anyways, enough about him. But so you were saying, oh, the email. Yes, email, I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, so I think this week we'll go out of Eric's email again. I'm sorry if that trips you up, but we are. I'm going to work on getting an email for my website. Mm-hmm. And I just need to, it's probably going to be during Advent that I get to that. Um, so that'll be nice to have a break there. But yeah, sorry if you've gotten some weird mail blocked. Or I get all these mail blocked when I tried to send it to you. I get 200 or no, 300 emails back saying mail blocked, mail blocked. So if you're experiencing any of that on your end, I hope not. But I think you're just getting this through Eric's email. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll try to fix that. But anyways, thank you for listening. Have a great week. And we will talk to you next week. We'll talk to you next we week. We will come next week with the final verses from Carmel. Oh, good. Yep. And I going to forget what they are right now, but we'll bring them next week. That's why we write them down. Yes. All right.